Espresso. Part three, guys, is happening right now. Oh, hello. Ready for part three? The last part? So ready for this to be over, aren't you? <laughs> okay. So, let's start with uh, some humble advice to those dating or married to those with BPD. Some unsolicited advice, huh? Um, definitely have a lot of patience and keep snacks and food on the ready. Keep snacks. Because <laughs> I notice your mood increases a lot when you are fed. Okay, that's facts. I can't even. I can't even uh, debate that. What's something that the listeners should know about BPD and how it affects those that they love? Considering you are a non-BPD watching me, the BPD. Um, it's not. It's definitely not always in their control. And you just have to stick with them. Yeah. Um, so what if someone says that it's not their responsibility to be the more stable or adaptable person in the relationship? The person with the BPD or non? The non. The non? Um... I mean, then that relationship might not be for you because that is what your partner is going to require from you. Not like 100% like stable. Like I'm not saying you have to make it like your life's mission to make sure they're completely taken care of every step of the way and handhold them. But if you're going to be a chaotic individual, we'll expect you're going to exasperate their symptoms. So. I can agree with that. What do you what do you feel is the least out of my control? Symptoms and characteristic wise. Oh splitting. Um Yeah, splitting's definitely the main one. Like you'll just it'll just happen. Like every other emotion you can to some degree, I think, like, kind of see it coming and head it off and, like, take out some external factors. Like, you know, if you realize you're going to be angry, we can try to avoid stuff that's going to make that anger worse. But splitting is, that just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare that I do feel a split coming. I know that when I do feel them, it's when I have been going and going and going and going. And, um... I've had zero breaks to myself and I'm just so stressed out. And so like almost my, like my regulation wall is super duper down. So I've honestly, if I don't roll into a split by this weekend, like that's going to be a miracle because I have been going for the last two weeks, just straight. Mm -hmm. I think we both have. Yeah, we both definitely have. And on top of that, we both have some level of neurodivergency, so that just adds to the... Doesn't that help? It just adds to the shit pot. <laughs> like, it just does. 
So what are what are your thoughts on the stigma that surrounds BPD, like and how we're viewed or we're treated or the assumptions? Like what what are your thoughts on that? Well, if you are a serial killer, you're doing a really good job at hiding all the bodies <laughs> and evidence from me. Um, but on a serious note, I I think it's just comes down to people either don't want to deal with or fear what they don't understand. And I don't think a lot of info on BPD is readily available to the public. Hopefully this changes this. Um, so I think it's just a combination of that, why there's even a stigma to begin with. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so we'll, we're going to get a, we're going to get a little personal, like the last, I don't know how many episodes haven't been super personal, but um, if you knew everything that you know now, would you have still married me? Hell no. No, no. <laughs> no, I would have. Um, I love you. And yeah, sometimes you just don't get the, you don't get to choose who you fall in love with. And That's for damn sure. You're stuck with me through the good and bad. I'm okay with that. However, um, if you run your thumb over my knee one more time i might go into like <laughs> overstimulation and cry so thank you bane of my existence for listeners uh she is not a touchy-feely person and i'm very much a touchy-feely person yeah so it, it gets fun like his his love language is physical touch and mine is acts of service so i'm kind of over here like can you hug the dishes instead of me possibly <laughs> So it gets interesting around here for sure. But the last question of this entire series. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> this was kind of a um, make myself feel a little better, although he hasn't been too harsh on any of these episodes. But um. What are some good qualities about me in spite of how absolutely fucked my brain is? Well, your humor for sure. You, we can definitely just be just super silly with each other. Like we'll just be laying in bed and we'll just talk about nonsense and just be giggling for just half hour, hour. We have, yeah, it's both a good thing and a bad thing. We have laughed ourselves out of the mood quite a few times. We, we have actually done that. <laughs> laughed ourselves out of the mood, mood before. And then another one of your best qualities is like you just care a lot about other people's well-beings and how they're treated. Sometimes to an unhealthy degree, but you do care. I do my bestest. Yeah. I love you for it. No, you're too nice to me sometimes. I definitely don't reciprocate as much as I should. So, yeah. But yeah. That wraps up your uh, husbandly duties on this <laughs> podcast. Hey, I can always be a guest on some other stuff. Oh, for sure. Have you had fun at least? I have had fun. And I hope the listeners have gotten some good information out of this. And Me laughed too. a little bit along the way. I honestly think like 
while we've been planning these episodes, you and I actually sorted through some things, especially like with like our low points and stuff like that. Like we definitely sorted out a lot, even just planning these episodes. It was actually really interesting how much, how much stuff we were able to like put under that bridge for once doing these episodes. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing what like, you know, communication and talking to each other does. I, you know, I'm terrible at that. Well, we, we both are. I mean, I'm not putting any one sector of blame on someone, but yeah, we both are. But I think a lot of, problems between people can just be solved by talking and understanding each other and sometimes we just don't do that and do knee-jerk emotional responses but hey that's life say lovey well i appreciate you coming on here and entertaining the people the masses for the last are you not three entertained there's something but yeah so I really hope for you guys that this helped couples out there that are maybe together long term, have just started dating or married. It's a new diagnosis. It's an old diagnosis. I hope I hoped bleh, I hope this explained something, anything, even if it not all of it made sense, but there was like 10 percent of the last three episodes that resonated that's all I want out of this. And I'm not sure what you want out of this. I think you're, we're just trying to I'm just trying to help, help. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Next week is the finale of season one. Holy crap. We've been doing this for, this will be nine weeks, week 10. And the finale is next week. And then I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and I mean, episode or season two comes back uh, in four weeks and all of that. But yeah, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and really uh, take the feedback that I've gotten from this first season and figure out how to be bigger and better in the next season. And we already have some very, very special guests lined up for next season and i'm very excited to bring those to you but yeah next week is the finale that's insane i know well i thank you for being the very first guest on this shit show of a podcast (laughs) this hot mess if you will (laughs) i'm terrible (laughs) but yeah all right guys we will See you next week, and until then, stay hot, stay messy.